0: Roll it. I think it's definitely clear that there are definitely people out there that are slimy when they do marketing of their product to churches and definitely don't invest in them. Don't support somebody that does slimy work. Just
1: because... They're selling you a church thing, doesn't mean it's a church thing. I think
0: the other danger is when people now
2: end up trying to force the thing to work because they've spent money and time on it already.
1: Hello world, welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag. The place for church, tech, creativity, and all things awesome. It's time to level up. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dyer here along with Jeremy Smith and Blessing Mbofu, uh, Phil... I need to message you because, like, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if you're gonna make it back now. <laughs> um, yeah, true story. Hey, um, this week's content, This uh, week's subject. I'm just. We're sitting here. We're a little dry. Trying to think of what we we might want to talk about this week. And uh, whereas I think a couple weeks ago We had like a couple things We had more than we had time to even talk about Which is hilarious This is why we need to write this stuff down guys I'm telling you um, It's it's so easy to forget week to week But anyway I got an idea of what we could talk about Instead of explaining it I just dove in So Bussing and Jeremy are completely lost And um, I'm essentially lost Because I don't actually know where we're going Because I'm making this up as we go So fasten your seatbelts it's probably going to be a bumpy ride, so let me set the stage. I get an email uh, a password email had had forwarded a, a question about an email that they had received, and it was a marketing piece and it was it was selling an idea about churches and social media right and ultimately it's to get more you know more people to to attend your church, right? To attract more people, and and using social media, um, and, and a couple of things struck me, and you guys can grab a hold of any part of this as you want, because like I said, we're making this up as we go along. The, the first thing that that kind of troubled me, not kind of, first thing that troubled me, is how much we've marketed the idea of church marketing, that we that we have these lists and we're blasting out, we're blasting out products and services. In the name of helping the church grow, for a price. Um, now I understand, and I'm all for paying people for what they're worth for the services that they render, et cetera, et cetera. So please don't take me wrong in that matter. But what worries me is the the hard sell marketing approaches that quote unquote Christian businesses are using to sell to the church as they prey on the idea of church growth, which ultimately is a bottom line. The more people, the more success, the you know, the the bigger the offering, the growth. I mean everything about church growth is helpful from the from the bank account to eternal things, right? No matter no matter what whether you're looking at this from a jaded side of the coin or the positive side of the coin, growth is a worthwhile pursuit. What you know, what you may disguise it with or you may say it is, it's irrelevant. Growth is something that each and every pastor is looking for in one form or another. And so, you know, so many of these Church communication slash marketing groups. And there is so much money. There is so much money. And when I say money, I mean that right now there is such a boom right now. Ha! There's still a boom when it comes to internet marketing because internet marketing is snake oil in a sense. It is hard to measure, it is hard to prove. And there's a lot of money in it for people. And it worries me that a lot of pastors may be sucked into that uh it, you know for good or for bad reasons are being drawn into that and i'm fearful for how much money is being wasted on these kind of things that's scary
0: so where where is this coming from obviously
1: the pastor um had shared an email he was wondering curious about it Curi- curious about it you know just just you know curious about it but it got me thinking about i mean that's just that's the setup. that's what sparked that's what uh kind of got it on my radar um as i see you know so much of this of course, is marketed to pastors, of course it is because they're they're the ones thinking about this and and you're hitting you know small churches big churches that's that's who you need to speak to right
2: I think often it's just, it's this it's the uh people looking for help in terms of expertise who end up i don't want to say falling into the trap but but who because they're desperate and trying to figure things out need a solution and and then they end up you know kind of. Getting a solution because it seems to be promising, and then it and then it doesn't deliver, and then the church has spent money and resources, and then they're left in the lurch when it doesn't pan out.
1: Yeah, but what I'm talking about is is some of this. It's it's kind of like get rich schemes. Oh yeah, okay. But you flip it over on its head, and it's get church growth quick schemes. Right. It's the same thing. It's m- maybe the same principles in style and everything look the same to me. Whether it's get rich quick. Grow your business quick. How to do this in however many days? It's just translated into Christianese. Like you replace business with church, you 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 change profits to um, you change profits to attendance. Right? You just interchange some of those things, and it's the exact same script. If it's the exact same script, then what does that tell us foundationally? What is being sold and what is going on? whether it's true whether it's right whether or not we should be doing this yeah the challenge
2: of deciphering is I think is one um, because motive is usually a difficult thing to decipher especially online
1: <laughs> well and, and that's just it though blessing is you know motivation in some degrees is n- s- sometimes I wonder is neither here nor there you can you can be full of good intent right of, of doing something and I, I just it, it concerns me how many may have, have fallen prey to these things Jeremy you're awfully quiet, buddy.
0: Well, tell me this because I don't necessarily agree with you. But At the same time, I'm I don't want to necessarily whole stock agree with you as well because you say snake oil. But I know many churches that have used this. I've used this in ministry um, to great effect, as far as like finding volunteers and um, finding church leaders as staff people i've literally written it for written about it on church bag itself of how you can use this so when you say it's snake oil where does that it come can
1: about? be it can well the thing what, what i said what i meant to say maybe i didn't say it clearly enough is there is a lot of snake oil out there the the hard sell right the um the kind of get rich quick schemes right that's the snake oil Um, And and I guess that's that's the challenge is being able to perhaps decipher between being able to decipher between the two, having that understanding. Right. Uh, That that it exists out there because we have seen it time and time again. I mean, we've gotten the emails from companies that are using those tactics. Hmm. Yeah. So we we do know when we see it. I
2: guess uh, then one of the things that we could. That I think I'd like to explore with this is: um, I'm a pastor, and I'm receiving in, you know, particular kind of email. How do I process it? Is there like a, a filter or a system that I can use to determine, for instance, the uh, whether it's authenticity or or like the like how or the veracity? I don't know what what I can use. You know, behind the emails that you get. You know like for instance, some of the things that you would look at in spam emails from the uh, prince in a certain country who wants to share his wealth um, would be the email addresses the the way they've spelled stuff the links that going to do be a site um, but when it comes to this side of the spectrum, um, what are some of the things that that kind of raise your you, you know, raise flags right. for
1: you. Well, you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't say necessarily it is specific things. Mm. Um, I think it's just knowing that it's out there, right? It, it's kind of like, remember when everyone said you should have a pop-up. Yeah. People still have pop-ups because people still preach prop, still preach pop-ups mm-hmm. when actuality, they're, they're an awful idea. Right. Um, yeah. And it's in the numbers. It increases subscription. It's, it increases subscriptions. Like it, the proof oh, yeah. is in the numbers. It works. Mm-hmm. Right, mm. but it's awful, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So you know, I, I, I think I don't I know. Think, I think a big challenge
2: for church leaders, if I think of it, would be um, staying true to what God has called you to, and um, and staying the course of your mission. Because uh, often I even sometimes get good emails and people doing great stuff, and then and I think. This is this seems great, um, but it's definitely not for me. That's good. Um, That's good. I, I think. I think. I think a lot of uh, it's the way some emails are crafted and the way messaging is done, even whether it's social media or whatever it is, often ends up um, giving this. Uh, you know, if you're not doing this, then your church is going to fail. See, oh. there
1: you go. See, blessing. Now you're, oh. you're now you're getting. Now, you're doing a better job explaining <laughs> what I mean. You know, it, it, it's kind of like yeah. Jeremy getting an email that says that your church should be providing a VR. stream. No, we've ever got any of those. You know what I mean? It's definitely never
0: happened. Can you please mm-hmm. not write us?
1: I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, like, should every church have a VR stream? No, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, if there, <laughs> very few, very, very few and far between. Or when, when it was all the rage to have uh, a, a live stream, you know, uh, everybody had to have it, and it was very expensive. Now it's a lot more affordable, and uh, it is, it is, it, it does have some great advantages. Um, but you know, some churches. Well, I believe Phil's church uh, decided not to do it, and then eventually, at some point, they decided that. It was worth doing it, but th- they they weren't swayed by the marketing magic or the um, like. Like you, so so well pointed out, blessing the you know you're going to be missing out on this new thing. You know, don't don't get caught behind, don't miss out. Kind of mentality. They, they were like, what are we what are we doing? Does that fit what we're trying to do? Yes or no? And until it was a yes, they didn't do it. So
0: I guess I wonder. Is the slimy marketing actually as prevalent as you're saying?
1: I don't know actually how prevalent. I it is. would agree, slimy salesmanship. Absolutely. I'm just crazy. saying it's. I'm just saying that it's out. It, it is out there. Like how prevalent? I don't know. I if I if I had to guess, based on a lot of what I've seen, I would say it's probably minority. I, 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 I for sure.
2: I, I don't think. I don't think. Well, I mean, the the question on prevalence, I think, is is relevant, but I think it it. It probably shouldn't have as much weighting if I think about uh, the fact that, for instance, there's some things that I see on social media that that just get my back up in a way that, I mean, good intentions and all, we're trying to communicate uh, solutions for the church. But the messaging around that just gives this impression that, like, that's it. You know, you're just going to not, will not survive at the end of the year if it's not doing these three things. Um, uh, you know, and, and, um, you know, so it can be in a bid. And, and I think there's also responsibility on our part. Um, I mean, people like us, uh, Church Mag, and all sorts of other, I mean, communicators and bloggers online and people providing solutions. I think there's probably a little more responsibility that we we need to take. Um as you, you know, I'm obviously making the assumption that everyone's uh motives are, you know, to
0: serve at the church and see the, the the success of the church. Um which they're definitely not, I'll be honest. I I've mm-hmm. talked with people on the back end of a lot of church tech stuff, a lot of church um, product stuff not even just tech like books and other things and it's it's not it's not all mail of jesus
1: stuff. yeah in fact sometimes it's mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's relabeled it's just it's just a company or subsidiary of a larger company and this is uh, a wing that is that is crafted and devised I, I i spoke to someone they were talking to a minister friend of mine about changing their donation system and I mean, I knew I was being, he, he had me speak with them. Um, in the end, he's going to switch to their platform because it offers some good stuff. I think it's a wise move for him. Um, so, I, you know, I was able to filter through that. I wasn't swayed by her E sales tax. I don't know. I could, I could just tell it wasn't authentic. I'm just like, this is just, this is just the dog and pony show, right? I, I, I filtered through that and just listened to, you know, what they fundamentally were offering. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there is that that push comes to shove, it is a business, and I think that that, that is a that 's a difficulty to uh to parse. and maybe that 's why some of that slimy marketing happens you know i, I see it as slimy, maybe others don 't see it as slimy, right maybe they just see that it ends to a mean it means to an end yeah. you know well, and you, I, I don't know I think it can be easy to get lost in that you pretty well, you are jaded I am jaded that's why I'm backpedalling a little bit because I feel like. I, I (laughs) don't
0: don't backpedal because I think the offers, I mean, as long as you are willing to, I think that's the important thing. And I think this is actually maybe the key, the answer to your thing is as long as you're willing to be open and have a dialogue with the jadedness, I don't think that's a problem. You're speaking to the King of jaded when it comes to people in general, (laughs) knowing that you community (laughs) mental health. Right. So, right. 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 uh, I think that in general, um, having that open dialogue is really important. So here's where I think that it plays a lot into uh, Christian tech stuff is with the Bible. We have a lot of people that are challenging it and um, looking into it. It's so the theology of stuff. People are pushing back and forth and saying, is this actually worth it? Are we, is it actually snake oil that's being pushed to us? Even like um, children's, curriculum people have enough enough of a theological basis that they can look at what they're doing and say does this make sense or is somebody just trying to make a quick buck and people are actually analyzing oh, yeah. that stuff church tech i don't think there is i don't think outside i mean tell me who outside of church mag is speaking into the church tech space that, there's a couple other blogs so i don't want to say just church tech or church mag but who besides us and maybe one or two other people that I know of are speaking into church tech space in general and has zero things to sell, zero bias, zero um, marketing strategy. I think that one of the best things that um, Brady Shear does with his platform for selling websites and some photography stuff now is that he gives you a reason. It's not just, uh, hey, you're missing out on this thing, which I think a lot of terrible salesmen, not even like slimy, it's just it's actually really kind of dumb sales pitches happen. Um, He actually gives you like, no, I mean, you're actually missing out on ties. You're missing out on reaching people for the gospel. Um, But he has a stake in the game. And so he has a reason that's doing this. And I don't think he should stop. But is there anybody besides us and one or two other people that are challenging those comments, actually looking into it to see like church marketing, people say it's very effective. Who is holding Brady accountable to that? Who is saying, you know what? You are correct. What you're saying is true. And it's not only true for everybody else. It's true for churches too. And I don't mean from a, I use Brady's product, and so I agree too, because that I don't count that. That's not unbiased information. I don't think it's wrong, but it's not unbiased information. I don't think there's anybody else, unless you guys can think of people that I'm not thinking about.
2: I, I don't know if I've, I i do not know, recently, if I can, if I can, um, if I can actually answer that, but then, <laughs> then again, maybe we just suck at marketing.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah I, I think one of the things that I like about church mag, and I, and I hope this doesn't change, you know, um, is a fact that, uh, and, and I'm, there could possibly be other people as well is that um, we're just trying to get content out that that helps without, I mean, it kind of feels like blowing our own trumpet, but, but I like the fact that um, I go, I can get on the site, I can read an article, um, you know, that somehow helps me without necessarily having a thing at the end, which says, uh, you know, like a post that isn't trying to sell me something. You know how you can get a, yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I just wrestle with the. If you really wanted to tell me something, just tell me or share it with me. Um, you know, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, um, well, this is this is this has been an interesting rabbit trail. Um, and struggling to kind of put a put a maybe a bow on it or find it end to this road. Uh, I, I, I guess. I guess I, if anyone if anyone was listening, I guess the takeaway I would have for them is to look at things critically, right? Ultimately, I guess maybe that's that's the bottom line. Look at things critically. Um, I think it's good that we ask questions. You know, who benefits from this? Um, I, I like what what Blessing said as far as you know, does this meet our goals? Is this what we're trying to do? Of course, some of those sound like no brainers, like, oh, of course we're trying to grow. Yeah. But is that how you want to grow? Right. Like, does it fit in the mission? What is our mission? What are we, what are we really trying to accomplish? Is this, uh, you know, is church just one giant membership drive? You know, wh- you know, what are, what are we really trying to accomplish? That's why, you know, some of the different, uh, technologies or profits that, Profits. Huh? Products that make make discipleship easier or using using tools like that always excite me. Um, or or good church training tools. Like we we've we've seen a few cool tools that that make maybe training uh volunteers Really simple Where you don't have to have Everyone tied into a three hour meeting Like they can do it On their own At their own pace I think that's cool or, or communication tools So your team can communicate Like Those are things That are really exciting to me Because it takes What the church is already doing And it And it adds some Some uh, it, it ignites them It it empowers them And makes it Do what they're doing More effective um, You know uh, Those those things are more exciting for me Because it's 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 moving Moving those visions that they already have along uh, what i get what I get worried about is is some of the some of this other some some of the marketing communication stuff to me get, can get a little can get a little fuzzy but at the same time at the same time that same breath you know church marketing sucks started because uh, church marketing historically has sucked you know our media it, it's good that our media looks good because we should communicate well right uh, I guess I guess ultimately it all kind of comes down to, to some sort of a balance, right? Not to go too far or to think that the answers in, in, in one thing or focus so much on our aesthetics that we, we forget what we're supposed to be doing in the first place. I think
0: it's, I think it's definitely clear that there are definitely people out there that are slimy when they do church marketing um, or marketing of their product to churches and definitely don't invest in them. Don't support somebody that does slimy work. Um, Mm -hmm. but then you get into the difficult stuff where it's like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. And then you're spending like $500 on it and trying to figure out how to fit it into your church's ministry. And it feels really tough. And I think that's, I think that's Mm -hmm. when things really get the, I think the danger is, I think the other danger is when people now
2: end up trying to force the thing to work because they've spent money and time on it already. You know, um, I mean, uh, we've experienced that where we've tried to get force something to work because we've spent money on this. So we can't not
1: use right. it. Or, or Hey, let, let's try this thing on our church, Facebook to, to get the word out on Facebook. And you're like, well, wait a minute, timeout. First of all, you're not even using Facebook right now. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Th- This isn't yeah. going to refine mm. what you're already doing. You know, uh, getting back to, to what ev- we keep kind of coming back at. Like, if you're doing it and it's going to help you do it better, then you should. If your church is already active on Facebook and and trying to do well and, and, and trying to do that, then there's probably resources that are definitely worth investing in, right, for, for, for you to do and strategies you should implore so that you can do what you're doing better. But if your church is kind of stuck with Facebook or you're not really using it at all to suddenly do it to then get an end result, that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. I mean, and that's just me explaining in in more detail what Jeremy already said, right? Trying to force the thing. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. know, maybe that's the takeaway. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's how, you know, because we can't stop the slime. We can't. There's nothing we can do about yeah. it. Yeah. And in fact, you mm-hmm. might have a vendor who is slime, but... They're the best vendor that you have for that. Like, you don't really have a choice. It is what it is. So they use slamming marketing. I think, I, I think all, all you can control is you in your church and what you're doing. You can't control anybody else. So if you just, you know, kind of use those filters, ask yourself, you know, is, is this going to help something that we're already doing? If the answer is yes, then I think it's probably cool. So I don't know why I brought up the whole thing. I guess maybe so that people would be aware that it exists. And that just because that's it, that's it. Okay. That's it. I found the reason. Okay. Just because they're selling you a church thing doesn't mean it's a church thing. (laughs) You had to put it on a t-shirt. That's what it would say. It doesn't automatically make it safe. It doesn't make it automatically safe. You can't just assume... That all intentions are good, that everything's cool, right? That you're all on the same page. They know who you are, what you need, what you do. No, no, no. That's... It's just not automatically okay. So don't be naive and assume that. Be critical and ask questions and just like Jeremy and... Jeremy and Blessing said so well. You know, make sure it fits your vision and what you're trying to do before you start doing it. Enhance what you're already doing. Yep. Yep. Don't force it. Send us an email, subscribe, and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag podcast by visiting Church Mag Online. You'll find a link on our main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's Church Mag. And while you're visiting Church Mag, send us a message. And be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag Podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. We don't do that for just anyone. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com.